and welcome to another episode of the Happy Hour Show with the usual suspects. I'm Drotty. It's your boy, Mr. O to the T. Mikey Slacks. Today on the show, we got a, a friend of the family here. Want to give yourself a little intro and background for everybody that's going to tune in to see who you are. Uh, right on, man. Appreciate you. Uh, thank you all, man, for having me. That's our toast. Appreciate the happy hour toast. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, my name is Iran Dorados. Um, I go by Stay Fresh or um, stayfresh.company on um, Instagram. You want to give people a minute, like a little background on how you got started into the business? Uh, yeah, started maybe, Customizing. maybe like maybe nine to 10 years ago. Um, just doing some um, cleaning, you know, just cleaning shoes and trying to bring, um, bring them back to life. Um, and after that, it was just basically couldn't do anything else but clean. And just so happened, all the shoes I were cleaning, man, they were um, Jordans. And the midsole, everybody knows if you got Jordans, midsole, always crack on them. Mm -hmm. So basically... All the time, super glue. All the time, man. So for me, just cleaning and cleaning, um, you know, mastered that. And then it was just like, damn, what's up with the paint? And from that point on, you know, that's what, that's what actually where uh, my passion uh, came from just from one of those midsoles and the midsoles actually I don't even recommend painting the midsoles just because they're not leather you know mm -hmm. and eventually they're gonna crack they're foam you leave them on a shelf five years from now seven years from now they're gonna crumble the discoloration is bad on yeah that exactly too, you know? yeah so I mean but that's what got me started you know just uh, cleaning uh, restoration shoes and then from there um, the next thing was painting the shoes and honestly, to tell you, man, I was nervous as hell, you know, just by doing my shoes and seeing that it wasn't working just because it's not like how, how it is today. Now you can just go on YouTube and, you know, and just find anything and everything. Make uh, it work. Make it work. When I started, it wasn't like that. Maybe one or two that was on YouTube, but it wasn't showing you the process. They were showing you the finished product. They wasn't showing you all the hours. And actually, any of you guys can paint a shoe, honestly, but everything starts from the prep. You gotta prep the shoe in order to have your. You can't um, just paint it off time. Nah, you gotta make I, sure you do the. That's prep how work. I started, man. I started with just painting mm -hmm. the shoe and not realizing all new shoes they have a um, uh, company uh, clear coat. It's mm -hmm. a factory finish. So you gotta start by removing that. Yeah, remove that so you can start the um, the painting process or you doing whatever you want to do, do you on the like every every shoe has that process <laughs> yeah, every shoe where it's not like uh, synthetic or anything like that or like the only ones that don't have it is like vans because that's basically um, mm. um, uh, like a medium the canvas. fabric yeah. Yeah. like yeah. a canvas but anything else even though it's fake uh, leather or whatever it might be it's still leather but they have a factory finish that they put on there so it looks like a factory finish that's what everybody wants for um, their that shoe to look, look huh? like brand new, exactly. Right and the they shelf. have different styles of factory finish. They have matte finish, mm -hmm. gloss finish, yeah. or like the um, the patent leathers. Mm -hmm. Patent leather is just a clear coat, glossy, glossy, super glossy, mm -hmm. and it makes it look like it's patent leather. But, but it's basically like a French dip. Mm. <laughs> nah, that's just basically just a like a, spray a glossy, on. yeah, like a glossy finish. Wow. You can use an airbrush or you can use a regular brush, and 
I didn't even know that at the time, you know. So for me, just getting a pair of shoe and just just trying to um, paint on it. Next thing you know, you know, next day Making I wear them. Work. Man. <laughs> but it wasn't anything like um, like how it is today. So I had to learn the hard way. Um, and as a matter of fact, we were talking before. Uh, for me personally, I was, um, you know, just found the new passion. And at the same time, I was trying to get into the business, or not even the business, trying to so get into the hobby. let me ask you this question. At what point did you realize that this was a hobby turning into like a legit business? Um, that actually, honestly, I'll say probably two years ago or three years ago when I had like consistent orders where I was just like at my nine to five and been like, boom, I just got another, boom, I just got another order. I don't feel so good at my Boom. <laughs> I'm like, what the hell boom. am I doing here? Nice. But at the same time, that Sick. was just a flow where um, I did so many of, just freestyle, uh, one of one, personal mm -hmm. pairs. Mm -hmm. That's how I just started um, customizing shoes, just doing something I don't like or doing something that was kind of trendy, but I wasn't like always into like trendy, like, you know, um, um, like Louis Vuitton or, you know, a big high fashion stuff like yeah. that. More I retro. Just, mm. Yeah, More I would do throwback. just like whatever I was in, uh, like now. Like, just something obscure that people may have like forgotten about. Yeah, yeah. And you yeah. throw it in and be like, oh shit, I remember yeah. that. Or throw, somebody will throw a post on and it'll be like, you know, a throwback post, you know. Hey, next episode, I'm going to have the DuckTales. I'm going to have the DuckTales. <laughs> <Hey. laughs> For sure. Salud, salud, salud. I'm seeing work. a lot of Air Forces. Is that like one of the, like, Go primary to, go to shoes that you, you go used to? to yeah, not just me. That's basically. For me and for maybe 75% of customizers, um, that's basically like the go-to medium price for you to show your artwork um, that somebody can wear it. But at the same time, it's only my uh, reference on the shoe that I can afford to show everybody mm -hmm. like, hey, look what I did. So this is like yeah. your primary canvas. That's my primary canvas, yeah. And at the same time, you know, there's cheaper uh, canvases, there's more expensive. Mm -hmm. I'm right in the middle where, you know, Air Force Ones, um, a hundred bucks. Actually, they did go up, you know, because all this stuff that's going on. I'm <laughs> serious, man. Like two, I remember they were like, like two, two, three months ago. They went up. It was like ninety nine. They went up. Now they're like one oh nine. But basically, you know, it's a hundred dollar pair of shoe, and basically for my services, because um, comes out to you know what I charge and didn't start off where I'm at now. I mean, I used to charge 50 bucks and people mm. were like, you tripping. You know, I didn't <laughs> you know. You can make a lot more. You know, I didn't know what the price, price point was price. You know, when I started, yeah. you know, because it was just a hobby. Gossip, and gossip. for me, it was Get like, it. <laughs> I, was, I couldn't afford Jordans at the time or just growing up. So for mm -hmm. me, it was basically having one pair of Jordans and I would paint that motherfucker maybe like three or four times. Now it's just um, customizing or working on shoes that I always dreamed about or yeah. never imagined me having it. And now it's basically I'm painting on it. That's what's so Or if you even would have told me like work. 10 years ago or maybe 20 years ago that I would be painting shoes or even working with uh, stitching machines, I would have said, hell no. Nah. You know, you I've been in the, on the food industry for <clears throat> no joke, yeah. 30 years of my life. I started in the food industry, working at Mel's, uh, Mel's Diner on Put Lombard Street wow. at 18 years old. One of my favorite old. hamburgers ever, bro. <laughs> that's, what I, that's all I've known. So for me, it was basically, mm -hmm. you know, finding a new passion and through trial and error. And to this day, I've tried, probably trying to get, probably giving up so many times just because it's not like a job you can go and somewhere, somewhere somebody will teach you. But yeah, yeah. you keep yeah. grinding though. You know, there are, you know, classes. I've taken classes before too, but at the same time, you can, there's only so much you can learn out of class and then take that home 
and work what you but you don't have all the materials you know not everybody has uh, a blank shoe mm-hmm. you know to work on or the right. materials everybody think it's just like painting a shoe Dude, you gotta buy paint you gotta buy tape you gotta buy acetone um you gotta buy all this fabric medium you gotta buy this that yeah. Uh, you want to change the laces or, you know, you got to have that's, all the supplies that's, cost more than the shoes. <laughs> and that's only that's only the bottom. If, the if, you, if you're a freehander, yeah. if you're not like me, maybe 75, maybe 80 percent of mine uh, work comes from um, stencils from stencil. Mm. I had to buy a stencil, uh, stencil machine. Damn. Those ain't cheap. Not stencil wrong. paper, transferring, um, transferring um, paper to transfer it from, Jeez. you know, where yeah. to. To whatever canvas you're going to be using and then everything else airbrush gun you know uh paint airbrush paint no, um everything bro so but where do you get your ideas from like maybe some artists that inspired you to kind of arrive where you are now come full circle yeah for me it was like basically when i started it was kind of like just having an idea was just looking on instagram and seeing what everybody else was doing and then everybody would copy that one theme and run with it and then like i would do it on air force one that's the only thing I can afford. And then somebody would just blow it out the park and do it on a Jordan one. Mm-hmm. I ain't got no Jordan one. Yeah. And then I would look and then I'll try to do it. Or basically the idea was to, you know, get popular or for me, it was basically to have somebody see what I was doing. Work, yeah. Not necessarily how, even till now, man, I'm not really, you know, a social media guy and this and that. I mean, I, there's probably hundreds of tricks that I could have learned to, you know, get me further along. But for me, it was always about doing what I wanted to do and not copy somebody else's yeah. stuff. And original. Uh, original, but I didn't know that at the time because basically it's just like a job. If you're learning, you're learning how to do something somebody's way. Yeah. So I was always like, dude, I got an Air Force One. Let me try to do the same thing. And then it was like, you're copying somebody else's work. And that's something I didn't realize until many years down the line, maybe my fourth or fifth year, it's like, you can't copy somebody else's work yeah. and try to get paid get off paid of somebody it. else's yeah. idea. I, I can tweak first. it. I can make it my Flip own. It a little bit. You got the theme. Like right now, if you had, like say for like Jordan, you wouldn't see you know Reebok doing uh, Air Force One just like it mm. and put a Reebok logo yeah. on it. Right. You're like, come yeah. on, bro. That's yeah. my idea. Yeah. That's trademark. This trademark so, but for me, I learned the hard way because for me, it was like inspiration. Like, hey, man, you inspired me to basically try to do the same thing that you did. But everything that I saw, it was like on shoes that I couldn't afford. Mm. So it worked out better for me that I would try to do it on my little, not cheap, but um, Your affordable canvas, right? canvas for me, <clears throat> Air Force Ones. Or I would just look in the closet and see what other shoes I had. And I didn't even know what type of shoes I had. I've never been like a sneaker head, but I always loved uh, shoes when I can afford them as mm. an adult. Never had um, Jordans um, or, you know, just regular, you know, Dope shoes. You talked about not having the ones to go and to be able to construct your own, like you're building them from scratch. Building the shoes? Yeah. Yeah, that's a totally different animal right there. Mm-hmm. It's like um, basically you're deconstructing a shoe. And I took uh, a couple of classes back in the days, and that helped me so much where not um, that I got tired of painting shoes, like painting shoes, that would always be my true love. You know, just putting an idea on the shoe. But there's another aspect to a shoe where you can just make a shoe from scratch. Design a shoe. You can just go and buy any type of leather or mm. any exotic uh, materials, leather like some uh, ostrich skin, maybe ostrich python. <laughs> Seriously, yeah. Some gators, uh, lamb skin. You gotta keep them gators um, down one time on the Wooster. All that stuff, bro. If someone was interested in maybe ordering a shoe from you or thinking about getting the customized kick, how would they go about 
getting in contact with you, reaching out to you? Uh, for me, I got my own website. Um, that's something I started maybe, honestly, maybe like six years ago, but never really paid attention to it. Um, just had it. Until so, more people started hitting you up. Yeah, and, no, but for me, it was like more of thinking, uh, thinking ahead. And, you know, just um, seeing some advice, you know, online and that, um, just about having a business, you know, yeah, having right. somewhere for the customer to go to yeah. and not necessarily um, have the product, but have Eatcartel.com. that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Just have, you know, that professional look where it's not just about nowadays, yeah. it's about just DMing somebody yeah. or how can you really trust somebody? Can, you know, right. you're going to get scammed. You want to look legit. Yeah, it's like a lot of legit. And site. for me, it's like it worked perfect because uh, the work that I do, it's basically uh, customizing shoes where for me is basically, you know, I'm cranking out massive quantities. Um, well, not like that, but. Any type of quantity that I can. We have know, Puma right now, but we're going to get to Nike real soon. You feel me? <laughs> so, <laughs> Buffalinos? So, I got you. Shout out, Buffalinos. With all the non-disclosures, you know, saying, is there maybe some artists that you could reference or touch on that you worked with or maybe talk? Talk about yeah, like the hip hop um, uh, museum that you've done some work with. Yeah, most definitely. Um, actually, when I first started, you know, I was always trying to uh, tag, you know, artists or even like with the shoes I got on now. You know, I just do like my personal. Uh, hey, we gonna have to be like Wendy pairs. Williams up in this bitch and get yeah, the, the shoe cam one time. Those are stupid. Those are stupid hard though. I tagged a bunch of them. Fab, Richie Rich. I mean, you got the jacker on there. Fucking. You have to get a close up later short. so you can throw that in there. Mall E forty. one of my um, good friends and um, old co-worker her name is Kelly mm. um, she says in your side Big Kelly. Kelly shout yeah. out to yeah. Yeah. you set it off for me Kelly uh, she me basically uh, hit me up one day and she said she wanted to commission me uh, to do actually first her first question was have I ever uh, done a custom on a pair of uh, Cortez mm. because all my stuff mm. was basically hence those you know, sweat ass you know <laughs> And I was like, yeah, I was like, I never did one, but for me, it's it's a challenge. A you know, challenge to have a different kind uh, canvas, even mm -hmm. though it's the same shoe, uh, or not the same shoe, but a similar shoe. Um, and then for me, I took it, and she was just like, I want you to do uh, E forty uh, custom. And she was oh, like, uh, I'm gonna give you full freedom. Yeah. Um, she didn't really want um, any specific thing. She didn't have anything in mind. Uh, she saw my previous work, so for her, it was basically. She had a theme and she wanted, instead of uh, Air Force Ones, she wanted on a Nike Cortez. Mm. I took that commission, Sick. she loved it, posted it, and then two weeks later, or maybe between two and three weeks, some of E-40's uh, rep saw it. They saw it? And oh, basically, they were, did they tell you that it was sick with it? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> it was more than sick with it. Did they say it was more sicker than the hippopotamus? <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, but they saw it and basically um, told me if I can um, customize the same thing, don't change anything, mm. but a size 14. 
And, Those had to go to the water, nice. huh? And actually, no. At first, it was it's Kelly's theme. Kelly is uh, basically a commission. You know, we'll talk about the difference between a commission and customizing. Um, you know, a little bit later, but yeah. at the same time, it was her idea. I did it for her. Yeah. So for me, I had to call Kelly first and ask her. Yeah, because you know, yeah, it's her original yeah. idea. I want to sell her custom. Yeah. Even though she didn't tell me where to place it and this and that, she told me, "Hey, uh, <laughs> I've been back doing that shit. How many zeros we talking?" Uh, yeah. No. But at the same time, it was kind I of, could make it's a like you pair. taking somebody else's idea. No, yeah, or for sure. I mean, and you ran with about, that one of one, like you know. Yeah, but yeah, I um I got her permission. Yeah, it was just up. like we were talking That's about, dope. you know, copying somebody else's. There's some professional uh, courtesy in the space, of course. Yeah, exactly. Of art, of art in general. Art. We're not in, just talking exactly. about shoes. Yeah, now if it's my, my idea, yeah. like all these, mostly all of them. 99% they're my ideas that's why you don't see Kelly's out here you don't yeah. see mm -hmm. anything else that I've done that somebody said hey can you do these for yeah. me in this style or this theme or Sick. this um, they did um, they let you keep the work after it being commissioned too or do you are no I gotta send it off no you pay me I send it off you can do whatever you want with it mm, yeah. you know anything whatever. it's theirs it's theirs yeah. uh, you want another one you gotta pay me for another one yeah, yeah. but um, yeah the folks uh, E40 literally said they were they saw it on um social media they were sitting right next to him and said 40 look at these That's and then 40 tight. was like oh those are dope mm. let me get one in my size 40's really big on on on, on blessing people with work customization no that was like my boy Fiscasso's done he something that's good with the spoons hey step our big game up up here you know what I mean yeah but at first I was kind of hesitant just because it wasn't my theme and that's what exactly he said. Don't change anything. I want it exactly like exactly. that. Exactly. And yeah, so you had to. How, reach how did out. that feel? I mean, obviously, I know. Dude, I was like excited, but at the same time, I was like, is this real? Is this a fake account hitting me up? This ain't no Earl. <laughs> no. <laughs> it was basically, you know, he hit me up and he was like, you know, told me everything about him and told me I could look him up, uh, looked him up on social media, this and that. And it was legit. But at the same time, I was still kind of like, man, I don't know. Mr. Mustard and mayonnaise. But I told him straight up, I was like, hey, that wasn't my idea. No that was mayonnaise. another commission from another client. So I got to ask, and good thing it was a homie, because I would feel kind of, yeah. uh, I would feel a way if I just, you know, called a random customer and be right. like, hey, yeah. I want to get your um, idea, and um, so-and-so wants to get that with your, um, yeah, yeah. you know, so-and-so was meant with their to be, idea. Yeah. And she was yeah. just like, and she even told me too, when she, um, when she uh, wanted the custom, that she wanted something that nobody had. Nice. That's basically a commission. That's something mm. that somebody is, is, is uh, the difference between customizing. Customizing what I do, anybody can order. Mm -hmm. But she was, like, I want, she was one like, I love your work top. and everything, but I want something that nobody's ever had. Original. And I just wanted original, and I'm gonna leave it up to you. But it was nervous too for somebody to tell me like, hey, I got an idea, E40. I'm one of his biggest fans. Do your best. Nice. And I didn't have no clue. She didn't say, mm. I want this. She I didn't want that. give you a specific template. Nah, she, she just said E40. That's it. So she I had to do my research. I got the <laughs> Sequited logo. Full I got count. E40 on there. You know, I got um, Welcome to uh, Vallejo. You know, just a little bit of everything. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. at the same time, it was a different canvas and it's a little smaller uh, mm -hmm. than the Air Force One. So for me, yeah. it was kind of like. More narrow. Uh, you don't have to hit 40. Like, like, let's come hit the It was a challenge at first just because it was a different canvas. Yeah. But from there, Actually, the the guy that's affiliated with 40, a week after that, he said, hey, can you do a one uh, for Burner? He was like, can mm. you do a cookie theme oh, wow. on the same shoe? I want to give it to Burner for, for Christmas no. for Nike Cortez. <clears throat> My bad. After I did those two, uh, the E40 and the Burner, I was like, let me go and get another uh, 
um, Cortez canvas mm. for myself just to have them. Like, oh, these are basically shoes that I bought blank um, and just had them. <clears throat> and Gives you a good platform, though. You got two hot sellers right there. And that for me only works when I don't have orders where um, at first, or even when I first started, um, like technically uh, legit customizer, um, dude, like, Sometimes, like they say, man, be careful what you ask for. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Really I need a thousand up. pairs of those purple shoes right now. Because I was like, many a days I was sitting there and thinking, like, you know, why pumping out the same shoe? Pumping out the same shoe, and I'm like, I want them. I mean, the money's good and everything, and this and that. And then when when I first started, it was cool, you know, yeah. just being at my nine to five and having to order and thinking like I could possibly do this Not as my sound. nine to five and do what I truly love. You know, somebody just waking up and doing what they truly love. You never fucking work a day in your life. You don't. You know, but, do, but going to work you nine think to five that shit's so and getting the order. To say, yeah, I used to get orders and orders. I'm like, I can't wait to get home, order all these shoes and this and that, and sit there. Six, seven months later, dude. That shit just tore me what's apart. The, what's the true process on on a shoe from like start, start to, finish? to finish? Like, yeah. how long does it take? Uh, the process, I mean, it depends on the theme and how much detail the person is um, asking for and willing to pay for. Um, like a regular colorway, where you know you buy a white, not necessarily white. It doesn't always necessarily has to be white, mm-hmm. but that's basically cuts my little um, painting the shoe a little but bit a plain, down. A plain color. Yeah, I mean, yes. I could take another uh, black black Air Force yeah. One or a black, you know, Jordan One or whatever. Um, no matter what the color is, even if it's white, <clears throat> I still got a primary white for my white mm. to match whatever mess ups I got to touch up or anything. And that's one of the things that, that I learned too. In the beginning, you got to strip it down, mm-hmm. right? You get a blank one or a white one. I used to get white paint and paint on it and everything, and then I'll mess up and then go over the fucking white. This white is not the same as the white that I just ordered mm. from the paint. Oh. It doesn't match. So, use it so it looks like I'm using. Um, looks like I had white out on there, oh, but it's actually my artwork. Ah. But it's not matching the the shoe. So even if it's white and some of the areas are going to be white, I got to paint the whole shoe white. It's basically like a like painting a car. Yeah, you gotta, yeah you're you not going to primer. Yeah. you know, you got to primer the whole car to get that has there you know, ever candy been a- apple paint on there. So at this point, is this where you start to see yourself transition from a customizer to an artist? I don't even consider myself an artist yet uh, yet. because an artist really just uh, paints what he wants and it's only a one of one like me with my not situation, but my lifestyle. I can't afford to say no to four orders. That's three hundred dollars each money. Yeah. You know, with my lifestyle and the stuff that I got going on right now, eventually. And my goal is to become an artist where I can pick what I want Pick to do. And choose. Like when I become an artist, I'm not necessarily going to be doing, you know, um, stuff that I want. I'm going to be basically too busy because I'm doing one and one for you. Yeah. I'm doing one and one for you. Commissions. And that one and one commission is going to be a thousand dollars because it has so much dope ass detail as to when I was or currently am customizing and just giving you a little bit of, you know, detail. And not necessarily just to say it's because of, I'm uh, using uh, stencils or whatever. It could be the same as somebody freehanding, but it's just like getting a tattoo. The more details you you put on your tattoo, the more expensive it it's is going to be, and the doper is going to look. You know. So for me, right now, I'm a customizer transitioning into a artist where I'm only going to do or want to do one of ones, where nobody else is going to have it because. 
Tell you the truth, man, the money's good, customizing, and the money's awesome too when you're an artist, but I'm cranking out five times as much as an artist to get the same income or to get the same profit because I'm charging $200 for my services where an artist is charging you maybe $1,000, but nobody else has that. Yeah. Mm. Are you seeing something on the horizon that's gonna provide that where you can kind of switch uh, as no, far as what not. you're grossing them on a... No, I think for me or for anybody is basically when you're an artist, you know, when you see yourself as an artist, like five years ago, if you would have told me like, and I've had, you know, people tell me like, dude, you're a dope ass artist. I'm like, dude, you bullshitting, bro. <laughs> like, man, you bullshitting. I could just, I'm the only, I'm the dude that can change the color of the shoe. Mm. Never yeah. looked at myself as an artist. But when people start telling you that and telling you like, hey, your shit is worth more than what you're charging, yeah. bro. And I'm just like, so you didn't yeah, hear it, see over it and over. yourself. Yeah, I didn't see it because until I didn't you started think. hearing it from your peers. And like I said before, it's like, dude, I started maybe charging fifty bucks because that's when I was like, I think maybe they'll you know spend fifty bucks. But yeah, I bought yeah, the hours was... I'm putting in and like divide fifty dollars into maybe eight hours of me you know putting in Fucking work. Around. Yeah, putting yeah. in work. Like I'm doing like less than a lot of successful ways. business makers, uh, business people, and owners. They didn't successfully think in the beginning yeah, yeah but they didn't know maybe some yeah, did but so you don't good. see it yeah, when you're yeah. when you're there or when you become when you know when you how can i put it when you're when you mastered your craft you don't mm. see it mm. until that's why you don't want the in it, artistry yet because you don't you're involved you're so much yet. into it that it's like or when you become like somebody can play baseball or football or basketball whatever sport they play for months or years but they don't know they're on that professional level until somebody says hey bro you yeah. come play for us yeah you know we're gonna pay you up. this much because uh, when you're in the midst of it when you're the one doing it all the time you can't see it because you're just yeah, so used to but I doing can't see it because i'm customizing the same thing it's basically like i'm copying and pasting i'm co gotcha. copying and pasting a size six a yeah, seven or eight yeah. what you want it for and then sometimes too i feel bad because um, this, it doesn't matter like on how I have it on my website or how I make my living is for my artwork. That's my service. It doesn't matter how small it is or it doesn't matter how big it is. But if yeah. it is big enough, I'm going to charge you more if more, I'm doing a mural yeah. as opposed to a shoe. But for me, a shoe, I got to charge you the same thing for a size six mm -hmm. and I do a size maybe 10 or when it gets to it's like... It's for the service. Yeah, it's not but when you canvas. get to like, you know, E40 and burner size, dude, that's 13 and 14. For real. That's a big canvas. For me, it's kind of like <laughs> I'm putting in more work. Right, um, right. But now, actually, you know, like I said, I'm a customizer. I'm cranking out the same product, copying and pasting to whatever size fits your needs. But at the same time, I'm getting worn out. So that's when you realize you, know? you need to start charging more. Nah, that's when I realized I had to step my game up and mm. just take my craft and move on to the next level. Don't get me wrong, there's right. nothing nothing wrong with customizing. I wasn't a customizer, you know, six years ago. I was doing <laughs> cleaning and restoration, mm -hmm. you know, waiting to develop yeah. or, you know, or seeing some of the, the people that inspired me and watching them and be like, I'm over there like, Cleaning a fucking shoe, having my uh, hand in a dirty ass shoe you know, with a glove, but at the same time, I'm like, I'm doing stuff. Uh, six, three, you know, I hope, hope these didn't touch nah. the shit in the backyard. Bro, like you go to a restaurant, you see the, you know, you see the janitor, you know, yeah. over there, you know, or the dishwasher yeah. washing dishes, and he's like, damn, I wish I can get on the grill. Yeah, or, you know, mm -hmm. damn, I want to learn that. You yeah. know, whatever it might think, be. Do you think transitioning through these different levels of of it all, do you think that's gonna get you to mastering the whole craft of it? Yeah, do you for see me, it's just mastering out? the artwork. 
doesn't matter how much I charge because I'm going to charge you for my artwork. Mm-hmm. People can say, and I've gotten that in the past, like, man, my, my daughter can do that like in two hours. Wow. It's true. She can do it, but it's not going to look like mine. Well, the it's quality. Gonna look, nah. The quality is going to be better. It's going to be worse. Some rain my quality, that shit it doesn't, <laughs> and I've heard that, and I can use it, and a lot of people have said it, and that's what um, allowed me to just think about what I'm doing and how much I'm putting into the artwork where, dude, it doesn't really matter how fast I can knock these out. This shit took me six years to find So at, at what point do you know when to start charging more though? So you feel like you're being rewarded for the work and hours you log in. Thank you.